0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Have you been thinking of becoming a Saints Happy Hour patron? We have an offer you can't refuse. Sign up, and if you don't think Saints Happy Hour is the best daily Saints podcast and you aren't having a blast chatting on our private Discord channel with other Saints fans, we will refund your money. No questions asked. If you sign up at the $10 level, you can even keep our Boost Bundle welcome gift after the refund. You have absolutely nothing to lose, so go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up today. Podcast
0: ads are the worst, right? Everyone hates them. You can get Saints Happy Hour ad-free by becoming a patron. That's right, patrons get access to every show ad-free. No Fired out of cannons onto the field
1: and we all stand around and drink blood watching it. But if American football is your thing, you know what to do. Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Stick it in your ear hole. Alright
0: everybody, welcome to a special edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. I'm excited. We haven't done these one of these in a long time. Uh, if you are a $25 patron, $25 a month patron, you one of the perks you get is you get a patron spotlight podcast where we interview you, talk to you about your Saints fandom, why you love Saints Happy Hour, how you found us and all that. And by the way, if you're a $25 patron and you are due to get one of these, email me. I sent out the email. A couple of people said they didn't want to do it, but this guy, who's been a patron since 2019, uh, Cody Yarbrough, he said, hell, "Hell yes, I want to do it. I'm super pumped." And Corey, it took us a while. We had to get our schedules in li- in in line, uh, but I'm so glad you could join us, and and thanks for supporting the show. You've been you've been a patron for three years now.
2: Yeah, and uh, I was actually listening to you since like even since y'all were just on Podbean, like oh, 2017, wow. 16. Yeah, so I've been here for the long haul. That's you know, right. I've been here through a lot of audio changes. That's
0: right. That is a commitment. That is a commitment through our bad audio that I know you love us. And, and I've told this story before is i knew we had something really special with this podcast not that we're big or anything you know or we, we, we've won the the best sports po- podcast in Louisiana, but we're not giant we don't do like a million yeah. dialnos or whatever but the one thing cody i knew when in this podcast was really we had a a following that cared about us and enjoyed the show we had an audio stretch in probably 20 probably 2015 2016 where it was as bad as it had ever been and it we had some a lot of weeks where it wasn't usable and we were getting frustrated behind the scenes andrew and dave we were just and andrew was like i don't know if we're gonna make it are we gonna keep going and i knew you know how i knew the podcast was special and we were gonna make it i had people like you that listened to the show emailing me dming me on twitter being like ralph i'll help you with audio let me help you we gotta get it fixed i gotta i gotta have my podcast i gotta have my saints happy hour let me help you and they had like four or five people that like reached out to us and helped us and we got it better and then we got thomas so it's fine now but uh it 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 makes it special like the the people care about this show they they want us to do well and i feel like it's a community and and i just want to know like how did you find us
2: I believe it was through a Canal Street Chronicles yeah, when y'all yeah, used old. to post yep, like the link right. to the podcast at the very bottom, and I remember it was after a, a spate of wins. There was, it was it during that you know the the seven and nine years. Yeah, uh, but it wasn't like you know we'd lose two, win one. We'd like lose like four, <laughs> and then win like that's four right. or five in a row, and then lose five. So it's it like, right. One of those like stretches of like. They're winning, they're doing good, they're coming back, you know, like That's right. the the it's trending for a playoff. And is you see, like I'm I guess I've heard other people Saints fans, it's like when we win, like I wanna absorb and All of consume it. everything. When they everything. None of it. like <laughs> two right. minutes I want sixteen articles two minutes after the game's over. But if we lose, you know, like I'm not gonna look at it till like Thursday or Friday. I'm gonna still look at it, but I need my morning period or whatnot. But yeah, there's on one of those upswings and I just was voraciously consuming content and y'all just hit that perfect spot of, uh, of like, like guys sitting around at a bar, but also knowing what you're talking about, which is real nice.
0: Yeah. I, the, the interesting thing is, and I'm, I'm always curious when we do these with spotlights is like your saints fandom, like how did it start? And like, what's your first saints memory? And when did you know that like the saints are my team and like, I'm riding with them forever.
2: It's funny because uh, my dad was born and raised in New Orleans. He's from the Ninth Ward, but I grew up in Lafayette and Lake Charles. Uh, and I remember my father, it, it was almost kind of like a. it was a shameful secret. Like I'd come in and like he'd be watching Saints. He turned turn into a different channel. So you, you don't need to watch this. You don't need to watch this. <laughs> trying you to know, protect like, you from Saints. It, yeah, man. he was trying to protect me. It was almost kind of like That's it's right. too late for me, son. Like you go to a different franchise and, and experience happiness, you know. Uh, and it's funny because, like, I wanted to be with him, and hang out, but I guess he was trying to be like, Man, I remember because he went to the first game, he lucked out, and yeah. got tickets to the first game at Tulane Stadium. So he's a huge Saints fan, stuff, but he, he you kind of hide it around me, you know, it's the weirdest thing. And then, uh, so growing up, you know, in the 90s and what have you during the Cowboys super, you know, super run everything was the Cowboys. Everything was the Cowboys. You know, uh, even I was impressed with like my uncle and my grandfather watched Cowboys games, but they'd also watch saints, but just something about the Cowboys just never sat right with me. It just, mm, no, like, it's like, I'm from Louisiana. I go to new Orleans, but I have family in new Orleans. Like, why shouldn't I be a saints fan? And, uh, I, I would say, uh, I can kind of remember the the end of the Aaron Brooks era, because I remember mm-hmm. what I really liked about him, but it just made no sense. I remember one year, I forgot what year it is. You're the historian; you probably know. It's when the Saints with Aaron Brooks they beat like every number one seed in all the divisions, but then they would lose to the worst team of each. Twenty, division.
0: yeah, two thousand two. They collapsed in December. They were nine wow. and they were nine and four, and they had. Beat Tampa twice. Who would go on to win the Super Bowl? Um, You know, and that was a that was a really fun Saints team. Aaron Brooks got he hurt his shoulder, and they lost to like Minnesota, who was terrible. Even though they had Randy Moss and Culpepper, Uh. and they lost to Cincinnati, who would end up winning only two games. I think that year. Um, So yeah, I mean, it was. I mean that that was a that's one of the. I, I would say you know when you talk about non-playoff Saints pain like because like you know the no call and the 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 playoff Mm -hmm. loss to Brady and the playoff loss even the 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 Minnesota Miracle to Marcus like those are playoff pain is like a different level but I mean I would say 2002 for like non-playoff pain like to be nine and four you mm-hmm. beat Tampa you've beat them twice you're tied for first you're in position to get a first or second seed and have a bye because your finishing your finishing schedule is Cincinnati is your finishing schedule is Minnesota, Cincinnati and Carolina who between them I think won 11 games that year yeah,
2: they were horrible
0: so, so like you thought you're like nine and four. You think you're thinking we're going twelve and four, maybe eleven and mm-hmm. five. We're gonna be a one. We might be the one seed. We might be the two seed. uh, and you completely and utterly collapse and don't make the playoffs. So I mean, not to, not to get make this podcast dark, but I mean, yeah. you know, it was it, it's up two thousand two is up there. But like, what's your first your first Saints memory you have that you were like? Oh, this is awesome I'm, I'm i'm with i'm with it forever i'm with them forever
2: i think it was the uh i know it's 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 like uh the 2016 season mm-hmm. like after katrina and stuff uh, and back. not yeah. the katrina year because uh i went through rita too uh Ooh. with that and yeah so it was like bam bam you know uh luckily my dad most of my family on my dad sided like we got them out and then came back to lake charles and then rita was blew through. And so uh, I just remember I was playing football at the time. And I remember our coach making us come back and we still had national guard all throughout the, the, uh, the school. And I had to wake up a national guardsman to get my locker and stuff and i just remember that year was just real tough and it was just fun to watch them mm-hmm. do good like a new new especially reggie bush you know yeah reggie bush was fun to watch and then the new quarterback it was just fun to watch them like do good you know it wasn't like uh uh kind of like like oh my god like are we gonna make the playoffs was like no we're we're i mean this is like you had a feeling of this is gonna go real well and I just like that camaraderie I had Kind of like, you know, with the rest of Louisiana People just kind of like, you know, for one hour Or four hours on Sunday You know, you didn't have to worry about the hurricane You didn't have to worry about, you know, going to help Your neighbors put, find the Tearing out drywall, you know you know, go he- go get the gators out of people's pools that got washed in. <laughs> you know, clear out the redfish and things like that. Pointing at the radio, just cussing and screaming like he was next to me. And a cop was behind me, but I didn't know. So he thought there was a domestic dispute going on. And so he pulled me over and he, he goes, there's no one else in the car. I'm like, no, no, officer. No, what do you mean? He goes, who are you screaming at? And I go, this son of a bitch, Jared Cook, just followed our way. And he goes, whoa, calm down. What's wrong? It's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, officer. I'm an, a Saints fan. You know, they're playing the playoffs right now. And there's uh, just a very bad play happened. I, and he goes, <laughs> okay, where are you going? I go, I'm going home. I'm going home. I'm, I'm going to, like, watch it there. I, like, I'll, And luckily, I was only, like, a mile and a half from my house. From my home, yeah. And stuff. So I was like, look, I'm, I don't have far to go. I'm sorry. I'm completely so I'm just very angry right now. He goes, no, I understand. I'm a Cowboys fan. All right, get out of here.
0: Well, I'll say this, uh, you know not that it's a parallel to 2006 because this has been the greatest non-hurricane season sorry of, 2006 not two yeah, thousand. Th- this has been the greatest non-hurricane season of our entire lives knock on wood yes. whatever um, mm-hmm. but the thing is uh, Cody the one thing I do see a parallel between 2006 is in 2006 the NFC was a Fire fire inside of a dumpster, like it was horrible. The Saints were ten and five and had locked up the number two seed in a buy,
2: ridiculous.
0: And they rested their starters and were like, "We can be tenants." They had a buy at ten mm-hmm. and six in oh6 yep. which is which is ridiculous. But I look at the NFC, and of course, people will be listening to this podcast after the Atlanta game, so they may be mm. they may be screaming at us because we're super yep. optimistic now, but the rams looked awful last night. Cody, they look awful. They, their line well, is you got
2: you got Stafford out there where they pretty much admitted on the broadcast that he needs Tommy John surgery. You know, yeah. they pretty much in, admitted he needs Tommy John surgery and he's going to go out there. Like good luck trying to go another 16 and, games with that. And elbow. they
0: lost two more linemen. They their their left tackles out. Their sent their left tackles week day to day. Their center is going to be out a month. Like and they got crushed, and here's the thing, people people got mad at me on Twitter. They said I was uh, – people were accusing me of stealing a, tw- stealing a tweet, but I'm like, dude, 9,000 Saints fans on Twitter, we all saw Matt Stafford, and we made the same joke about, as a Saints fan, we are experts when a quarterback's arm is cooked. Yep. Matt Stafford's arm is cooked. We saw it in mm-hmm. 2019 and 2020. And here's the thing, Cody, like – it's underrated because the playoff losses were just so brutal, right? But Drew Brees having a completely cooked arm and still having the Saints offense in the top 10, like, that was a magic trick. That's not... Oh, it, like it should Matt's,
2: extend his legacy. Yeah. Like, what he was able to do. And,
0: and, like, I just look around the NFC and I'm like, if the Rams are not going to be any good and they're going to be, like, an 8- or 9-win team, like, the NFC is, like, a free-for-all. And that's... That's beautiful. Like you as a as a fan of a team, you want your conference to not be any good and to be chaos. And like that's not saying that the Saints might can't be good in t- 2022. I think they will be. But like I think it's going to be I think the NFC is going to be chaos,
2: you know. Oh, And then it helps to like okay, we lost and it sucks, but if you look, oh wait, all the people that we were <laughs> tied with, they got they all lost too. That's okay, right. well it just uh, all right and we it just out in the wash and then we just start over next week.
0: Yeah. So you're in you're in Austin, living in Austin. Right. So do you get do you go to do you get home to New Orleans for the games during the year or not?
2: I try to. I try, but uh here lately with the pandemic and stuff yeah. and with work it's been kind of hard, but I try <laughs> to get. I'm going to try and take my wife to the her first Saints game this year. Oh, nice. I, I think that'll S- be a lot of fun.
0: I- I'm worried about going to Saints. I haven't seen the Saints win in person since the season opener of 2019.
2: Because See, I'm, it, I'm the exact opposite. I have never seen them lose in the Dome. Wow, we need to get you in for the, the Saints-Brady yeah, game. Knock on wood. Yeah, I have never seen them <laughs> That's amazing. lose in the Dome. That's and amazing. I was there at Washington. I was there at the 2017 Washington game.
0: That's You are a good luck charm. My God. And
2: I, But I left. I left with two minutes left but I managed to watch it in Champions Square, so I feel like I didn't (laughs) quite leave. Like, I was out of the stadium, but I still was there to finish watching it. Yeah.
1: Have you been thinking of becoming a Saints Happy Hour patron? We have an offer you can't refuse. Sign up, and if you don't think Saints Happy Hour is the best daily Saints podcast and you aren't having a blast chatting on our private Discord channel with other Saints fans, we will refund your money. No questions asked. If you sign up at the $10 level, you can even keep our Boost Bundle welcome gift after the refund. You have absolutely nothing to lose, so go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up today. Podcast ads are the worst, right? Everyone hates them. You can get
0: Saints Happy Hour ad-free by becoming a patron. That's right, patrons get access to every show ad-free. No You talk about miracle come. I mean, that game. That game was a wrap. That, was just, that game was a wrap. by the rap. time, yeah,
2: I walked from the upper deck to the Champion Square, and they had already like scored a touchdown. I was like, oh, hold up, what, what, what's going on here? And then me and the other probably like ten thousand other people like kind of stopped exiting, kind of like drifted back to the square and started watching on the video big screen.
0: Yeah, and we but- couldn't believe it. It it was one of those things where I had, like started to like write my Channel Four column and like prep the podcast for like the depot because I think me and Andrew had started doing the 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 daily for patrons and we I had, like started to like build the template and it was like Saints lose I started doing my WWL column and then it's like oh wow they might actually pull this out and it was it's it, it's one of the great it's one of the great miracles and that was the game to me where we knew Alvin Kamara was really mm-hmm. good. But that game, when he made the catch, where he's, like, juggling it, oh, yeah, catches like, it, dodges the redskin dude, scores, like, is able to, like, juggle oh, the ball, not break strides, score a touchdown anyway. And then on the two-point play, everyone in the stadium knew he was going to get it, and he still got to the corner and got it. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like... He's beyond really good. Like he is a ma- he's a magician at this point, and he's just something really special. And that that was the game for me that that crystallized that. Um, as you look at twenty twenty two, Cody, and, and I always like fans' predictions f- perspectives too. How do you? How are you? Fe- how are you feeling about? all the change, because it's a massive change. you know. It's no no Peyton and no Drew. How are you feeling about it?
2: I'm feeling good, mostly because, like, Jameis, I mean, he was drafted number one overall for a reason. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think the two years behind Breeze really, really helped. Mm Because I remember listening to a podcast of your guys and Jameis talking about how, like, the Saints were down and Drew Breeze is like, no, this is not the time to start gunslinging it. Like, you keep doing what Process, you're doing yep. and keep processing. And I think that has really helped him. Yeah, uh, And so, but the biggest thing is, you know, your number one receiver from last year is now your number five receiver. That's right. And like you you said, like it's third, we were 32nd in the league. We can't, you can't, there is no 33rd, position, <laughs> you know, they're like 30 seconds yet. And then we have the bears and we thought, we had bad receivers last year. How that Bears front office has a job is beyond me.
0: They got new old people, but like best. they're like the third largest city in America and they are spending like the second fewest amount of actual dollars on their team. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I've I said this, I don't know if I said it on a tweet or maybe a daily show, maybe people have heard it before, but I truly believe this. The two most improved. Units in the NFL in 2022, one of them is going to be the Jaguars because they're going to have an adult as a coach. Like you Urban Meyer, he was like he might have wanted to hire, but he wasn't an adult. Like he's but the not means. flying home with the team. He's getting the he's getting he he's grinding with the 18 year old at his bar. Like he wasn't an adult as a head coach. So they got Doug Peterson. He's going to be an adult. They're going to be functioning. I don't know how Trevor, good Trevor Lawrence is going to be, but Jaguars are going to be like night and day difference on all, on on their entire team. But I'm going to tell you that the other unit that's going to be the most improved, Saints passing game. It's going to um, be it, it, night and day.
2: Because at this point, it can't get worse. It can't, we, like, can't it, be worse. It, it can't. It can't. And so it literally all, he can complete two, three <laughs> passes a game, and it's automatically better. You know? Yeah. Because yeah, last I, year, I don't know what was worse, watching Jordan Jefferson try to get over 70 yards a, a game, or watching our Circus of quarterbacks trying to. Get I mean it that that
0: that five game losing streak was as at times as bad of offense as the Saints have had in the last thirty years. Like they had stretches in those games where it was as bad as this might be before your time, but because I'm old. But like Ditka with the Billy Joes. Because here's the thing, like. There were games even against like Atlanta and Tennessee which those games ended up being close in those loser mm-hmm. sheets like those games the, the offense didn't function until they would get 2 3 scores behind and then the other team would be like whatever and Trevor Simeon would make some throws. The defense, you can't run on them, so a team would run the ball. They'd punt. And then the Saints would move the ball a little. But it was as bad as, it, as I've ever seen it in an offense. And I don't, I don't think it was Sean – you know, it wasn't like Sean Payton got stupid. But listen, when you had the receivers the Saints have that were trash, when you have no tackles, when you don't have Kamara, and you got Trevor Simeon, like what did you th- – what, what could it have – what other way could it have possibly gone?
2: No, because some of your skill positions, like, they wouldn't make it in top-tier Power 5 programs, they were... much less the NFL. You know, so, I mean, like, what are you going to do? Like, you like, you can only, like, you know, it's like you put poor Kenny Stills, the Husker person, <laughs> out there with a cornerback like, you know, A.J. Terrell or Trayvon Diggs or something. It's like, that's that's a cakewalk for so I was for so, I was so stuff, wrong like, about Kenny
0: Stills. I was Break so out wrong.
2: the 4K camera on this agent because this is what we're gonna be paying. <laughs> this is what we're gonna be playing when I want that. When I want that new contract, look at this. It's zero catches, yeah. you know. Cause what is it? I think PFF said sometimes last year, like throwing to our receivers was worse than just like spiking it in the dirt it or was. something like it, that.
0: I was so wrong about Kenny Stills, and not that I thought Kenny Stills was gonna be good, but when they brought him back.
2: What, I was like,
0: I was like, he's young. he's under 30. He's been a good NFL receiver at times. Mm-hmm. He's going to have something left. He's going to be a functional 35-40 catch receiver for the Saints. It's one of the most wrongest things. I don't even know if that's a word that I've ever thought on this podcast. The 15-year or whatever, however freaking long we've been doing it. 15 years. It, just... Completely and utterly hopeless at receiver. Um yeah,
2: it was just sad.
0: But before we get out of here, Cody, I want – and people – they'll probably hear this, they'll hear this at the Atlanta game, but I want your prediction for the 2022 Saints.
2: Uh, my – just because it was a little bit – I was thinking about 10 and 7 or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm thinking maybe 11 to six after well, watching that Rams game, just because yeah. like Rams had a lot of hype coming into this. Season. They did a lot of hype as a top NFC team. Yeah, and then the next one that everyone likes to blow smoke up is Tampa Bay, and that other team that with Joe line issues of Tom of Tom Brady. He yep. I mean, he he could fit at home right here on the streets downtown Austin. You know, not look out of place. <laughs> like and like you said, and the line. I don't know yeah. what it is. Like, like God has decided. Like, nope. No, no. Just, you have no line. I mean, know, he, so. here's
0: here's the thing, and I'm not. And people, you you know this. You listened to the podcast for for a long time. You know this. Andrew is our tape guy. He breaks it yes. down. He's amazing. By the way, become a patron. You get access to Andrew's grades. And by the way, nobody breaks film down as good as Andrew. He's not yeah. here, so I can say nice things about him. Um, but the thing is. That I've learned over time watching football, as long as I have, Cody, is if your lines are terrible, you can't scheme it. You can't card trick it away. You, if you have a like a mediocre line, you can be like, oh, Sean Payton, be like, oh, we're gonna run two tight ends. We're gonna we're gonna protect more. We're gonna do these things. If your line is bad, there's no like the Rams. Buffalo didn't even blitz last week against Thursday, and they got crushed. Right, insane. So, which is just – it it blows my, blows my mind to even, like, consider that. So, when you have well, that's teams Well, the
2: fact that-, that the saying is the game is won in the trenches. That's and right. And that saying has been around since, like, the beginning of the league, and it hasn't changed. Yeah. No matter what, West Coast, new Sean McVay, the, the wishbone, no matter what it is, what new offensive scheme, like you said, if you don't have a good line, that's it. It's done. It doesn't matter how creative you get or flashy or Mm -hmm. how much you pay your diva wide receiver. You know, it's just not happening.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting. Mickey Loomis on on an interview, he said that. He said, look, when he was talking to Randy Mueller on Randy Mueller's podcast, he's like, look, when we were in Seattle, I forget the guy's name who was the general manager at the time. He believed it, and I still believe it, that you have to invest in guys that can move other men where they want to. And on offensive defensive line, he's like, we with the Saints, we've done it in draft picks and spending free agent dollars, and we'll see. Like the Saints' offensive line's pretty fragile too, but I just i i look at the NFC in twenty twenty two, Cody, and and I think I can make I can make a case for about like seven eight teams to make it. Like they're oh, absolutely. they're you know, like you can you yeah. can make a case. Jalen Hurts becomes decent. That roster's loaded. Philadelphia makes it. You can make a case. Kyler Murray, the the Cardinals, all their old players stay healthy. He takes a step up. Maybe they make you. You know, you can make but a case. But for ca- Kyler
2: Murray, new Call of Duty drops, big big Call of Duty drops in the middle of the season. It's <laughs> right. like three four games. He's done. Right. You know, so like like. They're, you think they're gonna be good, but he's he's gonna be done when that comes out.
0: The the internet broke down. His stats when the new Call of Duty drops each year, and insane. it is a real thing. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> his stats drop, like he. So like we we need to. I'll mark that on my calendar, Cody, and we'll, we'll, maybe we'll 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 have you as our like. Well, you could you could be a charger that you could track it, and we'll we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get you. You could do like a twenty second update with Thomas and be like, the Call of Duty dropped. Let's let's take a look at mm-hmm. Kyler
2: Murray's yeah. stats. And uh, I'm also. Uh, I actually went to ULM for toxicology. So if there's ever any drug testing questions y'all need <laughs> to do, let me know, and I can tell you like what the diluted sample actually means, you know, and like what what they what you know when they say Adderall, it means they're probably taking something way worse, you know, and they're only doing it because it covers up for like 24 hours. I'm gonna to have to. A-
0: I'm gonna have to put you in my. Get your. I'm going to have to get your phone number off here. I'm going to I'm going to get you in my text group with Dr. Thomas and our other doctors. And and whenever the Saints have somebody fa- fail, that would have been that would have been really important last year for On Yamada. Yes. When he when he failed when he yeah. failed the test, we needed. So, but Cody, I can't I can't thank you enough. And 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 I want to say this like patrons, you guys that su- support the show at what at whatever level you can support the show at we appreciate all of you and you make it happen like the the 315 that we have now all of you guys allow us to have thomas you're allow you allowed us to uh do a live show at port orleans uh you allow us to give you guys the booze bundle with the with the cups and the in the card and the shot glass you allow us to do the show every day you allow andrew to do his grades like you allow us to have have this great community and it's so much fun and the, having fun in the discord where i've sort of gotten off of facebook and twitter and all that and social yeah, media and i'm absolutely. like 90% in the discord talking saints cuz it's private and i don't have to deal with all the nonsense of regular social media it's just a cool group of like 250 people and you guys allow us to do it the patrons so Be like Cody. Support the freaking show. Uh, You know, the Saints, it's going to be be an amazing 2022 season. And, Cody, Cody, I can't thank you enough for giving me time on this Friday and supporting the show.
2: Thank you for having me on, man. No, it's nice to actually have someone to talk Saints with because I am stuck in Cowboy (laughs) Longhorn country. And it's tough, brother. It's tough. All
0: right, guys. Thanks, and we will see you again tomorrow.